first line drops it back connected. Connected cuts the shot. They score! Oscar Lindblom buries it. And the power play goal ties this game in two. This is the Liberty L episode 29. Danny Deemer here with Chris Stompo. As always, how are you, Danny? Oh, I'm doing really good. Super Bowl day. Super Bowl day. It's going to be a fun day, but how we're to get talking the... hockey today. Though. Have to. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Hayes is underpaid. I'm still going to sit here and say that. No, I'm kidding. But seriously, looking back from the summer to now, I'm glad me and you were like still happy about that that signing when it first happened. Like, me and you didn't really waver. This entire time. It, we were watching played. his uh, Rangers goals. And we were like, oh, my God, he's a shoot first guy. Like, if the puck gets passed to him, like, he'll actually score. He'll elevate the puck because, you know, the Flyers for the last six years, like, they couldn't elevate a puck. And it's awesome, dude. It's awesome to see him step up in the big-time games all the time, especially at home. You can tell he loves it here. Like, like his yeah, celebration. he loves it. He's comfortable here, too. Yeah, I know. All the mic'd up things, him saying that he sucks during the Kings game. He's like, I'm going to retire. I suck. His interviews today. His like, interviews with, with, with JVR, Giroux, and, and Elliot for the Super Bowl. Rob, Pro V2. That one was priceless, dude. He should have did Raffle. I feel like. Oh, him and Raffle. Him and Raffle. Him and Raffle got to be hilarious in the locker room together. They, they seriously, like, Flyers TV. Dude, he's making his $7 million just off content. Oh, my for God. The yeah, yeah. He He's already made it, in my opinion. In, in terms of on ice production and then all the ice just being funny and just being a good locker room guy and bringing the emotion out of the boys. I just I, I feel like it's – I saw somebody on Twitter. I forget where I saw it from. But somebody said that reminds me a little of him like Hartnell. Since he's left, they, didn't, they haven't had that kind of guy to like loosen up the locker room like Hayes does. It really does seem yeah, like no, he, he, he loosens everybody up. I know Raffle's been like the, the team clown, <laughs> the funny guy since – since he's been on the team, but and we got Matt Niskanen being voted the team dad. It's just a those two guys being added. Like I said, it's been awesome, man. I love Voracek's comments about Couturier because <laughs> he he picked Couturier as yeah. team dad. He's like, I could see him in a minivan driving a bunch of kids <laughs> yeah. to fucking practice on time every day. Hey, well, hey, that, it shows me Coots is a leader on time every day. You know, Vor Voracek saying that. Yeah, Voracek's awesome. noticing. He's sending yeah. out compliments. He, how good has he been though since? He's just been good. He's been. I feel like we've been saying that for the last four or five episodes. Voracek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he is. He's Jake Voracek now. Again, like yeah, he's yeah. finally just that confident guy again with the puck. He still has his occasional turnovers, but I completely ignore them now because he brings a lot more on on the opposite side of the puck. Coots and Farabee also bail out his turnovers, yeah. so it's like. And also, he he's been night night and day on, on defense this year, and I know he said that he's yeah. been working on it. In interviews, it's it's definitely noticeable. He's, I'm glad. Maybe Av's the guy who kind of got that into his system, like the defensive part of the game. Oh no, for sure. Yeah, yeah they they was said that a lot. Like when Av was asked in the beginning, like Av openly said the things about Voracek that like he felt, felt like he wasn't better. getting a hundred percent on all sides yeah. of the ice. So it's awesome to see. I, there was one play last night where. The puck went behind the net, and I think Voracek went into the boards to go grab it, and he took it out from behind the net to start it like a breakout. Just confident yeah. plays in tight is just something that we haven't seen from him in a while, and it's really good to see him start making those plays because we knew that he was capable of it. It was just in terms of doing it. 11 points, 29 assists, 40 points in 52 games. Like he, he, he's he been one of the best flyers this year alongside Coots and, of course, Hayes, who's been one of the best PK guys that we've seen since Wyatt Richards. 
Dude, I, this Seriously. guy, he scores a shorthanded goal, like, all the time. Like, he, he scores needs. one big shorthanded goal in a huge game. I feel like every time it's a, either a game against, like, Boston or, or, or yeah, Washington yeah, yeah. or something like that, he scores that clutch over, not overtime, that clutch PK kind of goal. And he's been just everything and more. It's always on, like, the biggest penalty kills, too. Like, 2-2 two, two, two game in the third or, like, that long reach yeah, tie man. game in the third. He takes it, goes down and scores. It all started at that game against Columbus earlier in the season. Remember that? The comeback yeah. game where he mm-hmm. took it. Ever since then, he, he I swear to God, this guy does it all the time. Yeah, he, and I love his celebrations to the crowd. He's comfortable here, and I'm happy, happy as hell that he's a a flyer for the next seven years. For sure, maybe, maybe six years from now, I'll be like, all yeah, right, the back end, yeah, the but, back end of that deal is not going to look pretty, but hopefully, we won't give a fuck at that point. I'm going to love these next couple of years, though. Oh, yeah, he's exactly what we needed as a on ice and off guy. On off ice guy, to be honest with you, sixteen goals, fifteen assists, thirty one points in fifty two games this year. Uh, he's just been, he's been one of my favorite players to watch. Like starting the year, of course, I was excited by him, but as the year has gone on, I've been like catching myself watching him more and more. Like like person, you know what I mean? Like locking in on him during the shift and just watching everything he does, like I do with Coots, because just Coots is just everywhere on the ice, and everywhere he goes on the ice is the spot that he needs to be. I, I feel like he reads the play before it happens. They have such, like, a big presence on the ice. You know what I mm, mean? Yeah. Like, they're, like you kind of have to watch them, because they're always making a difference. Yeah, how about Hazy with a three-point night last night against Colorado, one of the best teams in the West? They're a scary fucking team, and we went, we just beat them at home. We had the lead the whole game, but never at one point did the game feel, like, safe. Like, we were no. actually going to, like, comfortably win the game. They outplayed us in the, the first, and even the first half of the second. But That's why it's big to get those two goals. Be- huge. Yeah. We we really didn't deserve to be in that game. Alex Lyon gave us the time to get our feet underneath of us. And yeah, we gotta finally, we, 100%, we went into that game expecting Lyon to get lit up, and he proved us wrong. It's it's. It, it, I love getting proved wrong in that kind of way. You know what I mean? It's like the Voracek thing. I love getting proved. JVR, yeah. too. Keep proving me JVR's wrong. JVR's playing some good hockey lately, too. I love it when I get proven wrong by players I root for. JVR at the pass to Hayes. Beautiful. He, he's been awesome, too, since I called him out of the game. Since I saw the guy wearing his jersey. <laughs> Fuck it. Keep proving us wrong. I, I got care. called out after that Penguins game by a lot of people. I'm not going to ever yeah, call ever out call He can no. have one mistake. People were like, how could the defensively responsible Sean oh Couturier make such a careless play in overtime? It happens, it hap- dude. Dude. It's the game. It it's happens. It's a game of mistakes. The puck landed on a superstar stick, and the puck went in. Like, yeah, it, it the happens. The best player of our We of outplayed the last them the entire third period, the Penguins. And shit happens. It's a 3-on-3 overtime. It's exciting. But we, lo- we took a point from there. Three out of four points coming out of the break against Pittsburgh. And then the... Best team in the West, honestly. They're they're scary good. And to get a point in that Pittsburgh game, being down it's huge. three one. Absolutely huge. Yeah, and then actually like towards the end of the game, like it felt like we should have won that. No, it's we so outplayed like, them the yeah. the entire third period. Uh, I was ready for us to score, it just didn't happen. So so I'm gonna say it right now, I te- I texted you after the game, I wasn't mad we both texted each other and said we weren't mad about the loss. The like, penguin loss? Yeah, like, no, I'm not three mad. Three out of no. four against the penguins, like that's amazing. And it proved to me that I want a Penguins Flyers playoff series more than anything. I just want more the playoffs in general, bro. But I want them. I know. You want them? I, I feel like, bro, I've watched those games and there's many times where I'm like, dude, like the depth of so like when Crosby and Malkin are on the ice, they do their thing. With Coots. But so when man. I see other players out on the ice and I see their like defensemen that I've never even heard of sometimes <laughs> out on the ice, and I'm like, 
Dude, they dominate this team, and this series would be fun because they are they have the star power to easily punch a couple goals on us. But I feel like we 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 outplay them every yeah, time we, we do. Play we outplay. They East had seventeen teams. shots in the third period. I think the top East teams we just love playing with. It's 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 that's why I want the playoffs so bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like Washington would be a fun series. They scare me though. Yeah, like, of so course. Yeah, bad. For, like, for sure. I'm not saying I want Washington, but I feel like I'd rather have Boston because I don't know. Like a year after going to the final, I feel like they might be a little tapped out. You fuck see, Boston, dude. I do not want to see Boston. No, I think I, I do. I think Carter Hart's and Pastor Knox's head. <laughs> I'm telling you, he saves all like a bunch of his fucking shots. I think Carter Hart's and Marshawn's head. <laughs> yeah, Phillies and Marshawn's head. In general, fuck Marshawn, bro. That was awesome. How about how he tweeted out him putting up the Stanley Cup? Like he he had the he was getting hit so bad on Twitter. He had to tweet that out, dude. Like you couldn't just yeah. own what you did. I don't know. I feel like that was a bitch move, but he's a Boston. When, bro. when he won a cup, we were young, dude. Young, yeah. <laughs> like that cup, like it was cool and all. But, like, most of the people on Twitter trolling you anyway, like, barely remember that cup. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, he still has it. Yeah. But. It was a long time ago. Like, since then, he's lost in two finals. So, it's like. Yeah. Know, like, like it was great when the camera panned when he lost the Stanley Cup after that. <laughs> that was Just, it, it was mitt. I loved it. It's the only he, player, like, I, I don't mind seeing sad. Like, if I saw any, <laughs> any other player sad, like, that's the game. Like Even Carter sad. Hart said that. When he, when the puck thing happened with the shootout, he was like, it's kind of funny it happened to him. About Marshawn, and I don't know. Carter Hart's like this really nice guy, so you really see him like saying that kind of thing about people. But it's kind of it, it was very funny that it happened to Marshawn. But we can move on to we'll talk more about the Colorado game. Yeah, well, Phil Myers like, and that Sandheim pair. That's something that I want to talk about. I, lo- I love Myers coming into the defense of TK. With TK, that was dude. Awesome. Soon as T like TK, the, the whistle blew, and TK and the other guy who do you know? Was it Rust? I I kind of forget who the other guy was. Who like pushed TK and then Myers jumped on top of? Uh, it was, it was? Uh, I think it was the defenseman for uh, Avalanche, Gerard. Was it him? I don't know. Well, it was an Av- I don't know. They both. Guy. Yeah, I don't know why it I said Rust. I don't know why I said Rust. Rust is a Penguin. I'm still thinking about the fucking Penguin game. Well, they both kind of like checked each other after the whistle, and then whoever it was like punched TK. Not not punched him, but like hit him in the head with his. And then all you Near saw was too. all you saw was Myers just snap and just kind of just pick him up and like throw him to the ground and shit. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I was, was that, awesome. That's what we need. And I mentioned that in the last episode about like Myers clearing the porch for goalies and shit. I feel like it's like another thing he does well. He just doesn't let anybody fuck with anybody. And I feel like I feel like people on Twitter especially have been calling out, saying this team needs somebody like that. And I don't, I'm, I'm not saying Phil Myers is going to be this enforcer, but like he's a really skilled player. And if he can do things like that, then that just a cherry on top, you know. Phil Myers, and he's a strong fucking dude. He's a big fucking dude. Six? Why was he six five? <laughs> yeah, like he has like serious top defenseman potential with that build. Dude. His ceiling yeah. is incredible, but his floor is pretty low. He, he he does have like a mechanical issue sometimes. I feel like he overthinks shit too much, but he's looked really good last. Since the All Star break, honestly, the Kings game he looked really good. The Penguin, him and Sandheim together have been awesome. But like you said, Niskanen since the break. I mean, I mentioned before the break happened that maybe Niskanen would benefit from a break just because he's an older guy. And not saying it was because of the All Star break, but he definitely looks better. He's been playing lights out the last couple games, especially last night. He had that. He, I mean, he had a goal. I still think it deflected off Coots, but. 
Yeah, it was hard to see that. It's whatever. For me, yeah. But, uh, Myers, dude. Wait, if he gets fully polished one day, he's still he's so young. Yeah. People forget that like, he's still twenty two years old. But this like, is his first like real time in the, you know what I mean? Like his first real time in the NHL, like getting an extended look. I know he played a couple games last year, but this is his first. Like he has serious like power play one bomb one timer potential to me. Yeah, you see, him, you see him on, on the, the power ice, play yeah. unit. He was on the power play yeah, unit. Yeah, that's all. I mean, he was sending bombs, of course. <laughs> like, dude, he's a big ass guy. I just one day I could easily see him on power play one. No, he's exciting. One timers like that guy. He looks like he can freaking shoot a hundred miles an hour. How about Pro Rob? Someone talk about Pro Rob. I know he's just been lights out all year, but. For a guy who's as young as he is, the time on ice he gets is like twenty four, twenty five minutes a night. It's just, and he loves it too. Like he'll never complain about it ever. He's consistent. He's reliable, and I'm sure. I mean, we were talking about it in the summer when he was probably in the the contract negotiations. He definitely brought that up. You think? Oh, for like, sure. Like, dude, I was a nineteen, twenty year old, and uh, I was getting paid, played twenty two, twenty three minutes a game. Already had a number one defenseman, so you got to get paid. I mean, he didn't really get paid like the. The number one defenseman that yeah, that's he's a, that's projecting to be. It's a great yeah. deal. Because, like, imagine it's a six-year deal. Imagine years three and four. Yeah. Him making $6 million. And then you got Coots making 4.3 for the next three. Those yeah. are some that, good deals. That's the best. That's one of the best deals in hockey. It just makes me smile every time I think. Every time I see Sean Couturier do anything, I just smile. Because I'm like, dude, he's a $10 million <laughs> player. And we have him for four. Easily a ten million dollar player, dude. I want to talk about fair. Because I was just ten, gonna bring him up. Five game point streak, two goals last night. Him and Couturier together are so fun. Borchek too. Yeah, they, all three of them. Well. That, that line in general has been has been awesome. They're all guys that can like just give you a quick snap pass. So they yep. really just snap it around. It's and awesome. Do you know the one line, Danny? That's like not giving it to me right now. Like I'm not, I'm not really feeling them. The I know they've been really good. They're really good in the Kings game. They're really good in the, the Penguins game. But the the Drew-JVR connect me line. I'm feeling that line. I like I the line, to too. I like the line, too. But last night, they really didn't. I mean, they were okay. But uh, I, I feel like J, JVR, he's not really going to give you too much. So you need players that do a lot. Yeah. And Claude Giroux and TK, they're they're like must-watch hockey For all sure. the time. And when you have those two guys, it, it sets up your finisher. Like that, he's he's paid to be our finisher, so let's put him on our best playmakers. And I think it's I think it's worked out well. Yeah, it's been good. But I think the best line by far has been the Couturier, Boracek, Fairby line by by and a mile. Another reason why I wouldn't break that up is just because I think all the other lines have been that, great. That, that's another point I was just about to say. You can't really break break that up because the Katuri line is playing really well, and then you have the, the Hayes line playing with Pitlick and at Lawton, and they looked awesome last night. I feel night. like Hayes just makes everybody better, dude. Like his the way he gets the puck in the zone, holds it, and cycles it. I, he, he he wears down teams. He uses his body really yeah. well. He's like he the does. Derek Henry of hockey. He just wears down. That's teams. what I said. I, hit him, I like. think Coots and Hayes in a playoff series would just be really, really, really fun to watch because those two would just take over. I feel Dude, like. Dude, I feel like they would just take the heart out of some teams. Like and like you said, Drew. Five, they would be tired of those dudes. Like Katoria, <laughs> they were like, I don't want to 
I don't want to play against them. Malkin's like, I don't want to go out there yeah, and play imagine today. Imagine Malkin's probably like, like shaking at the thought of having to play six games against this guy. Dude, he's been dealing with Kateri since he was 18 years old. He's like, when is this guy? He's like, is this guy's not going to be out of the league yeah. by the time I'm done? You know, Malkin's like, and he's getting better. And now he's scoring. Now he's a Selkie winner. Like, make it stop. Yeah, dude. You know, he, he goes. Dude, I hate Malkin. <laughs> Seriously. That guy, like, hitting us with this stick. He's such a scumbag. I don't know. There's something about Malkin. Like, Crosby, I don't like Malkin either, man. Listen, I, I, I don't like Crosby because he's a penguin and he's murked us for years. But I respect Crosby. Yeah, I have a, yeah you have to. Like, he's if, the best if player in the world. If you're a Penguins fan you say that, like, you're, you're just stuck in like the 2012 I hate Crosby thing. You have to appreciate like his his greatness. Oh, you know of what course. I mean? But like, when he's on the ice, I hate him. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah when we sure. play him. like I love it when we boo him when he touches the puck. Okay, no, bro, yeah, I, yeah. I love the rivalry. But yeah, but like, I don't have any respect for Malkin. I think Malkin's Yeah, a I don't have much respect for Malkin. Like, swinging the stick. Like, bro, he could have took Ro- Raffles' eye. I know that shit happened a year ago, but, like, that's a dangerous play. And you got Farabee getting suspended for three games. A rookie who yeah. has no other offense before that? That got one? That That's, like, I don't... That's an entire episode on a different pod yeah. talking about the discipline for NHL has just been fucking awful this year. Hold on. Speaking of rivalries, have, have you checked out those uh, Calgary Oilers games? Yeah. Dude, that, sh- that shit's been must-watch. The goal... That's the kind of thing where the NHL has got to take a look at and be like, this just brings in viewers. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you just... Uh, yeah. You can't shy away from that kind of hockey anymore. Like I know people always make fun of the people who want that kind of physical play. Like They call them boomers and shit. But like, honestly, that, that kind of that kind of play really helps view like viewers in the NHL. Like people pick up their phones and like, oh my god, a, a, a goalie fight just happened in the NHL. Yeah. Like people are gonna watch that. Every shit. one of their games has been fun because it started with the Matt Kachuk hitting yeah. Cassian, and then Cassian saying, well, "Cassian go beat back the shit out of Kachuk." Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, they, when they drop the glove, hey, respect to Kachuk for actually for, for like even doing it. The yeah. bell. Marshan never answers the bell. He he's a bitch. Testers dudes, then hides behind the ref all the time. But dude. That's a matchup, Edmonton-Calgary, that I don't think anyone on the East Coast is really, like, like 10.30 at night. No one's really inclined easily. to go watch, but now it is. Like, yeah. that's, that's what you were saying. Like, it brings in viewers. They're both in playoff spots. If they verse in the playoffs, uh, I'm watching I'm, every must single watch minute. hockey, dude. Every single minute. Must watch hockey. Calgary at home, Edmonton at home, McDavid. McDavid, yeah. Chuck, like, dude, <laughs> that would be a hell Johnny of a Johnny Hockey? That's, yeah. a, that's, that's a hell of a series to watch, man. For sure, I'm, I'm. I love seeing these like big rivalries happen, like big scrums and bunch of dudes fighting. Hockey's needed days. it, man. Like we need this. more people to to tune in. We need more excitement, and that definitely helps. I got need more drama. Yeah, NBA it, has so much like so storylines and drama. Like NHL needs some more of that for sure. But you want to get back talking about Joel? Yep. I saw Dan Silver's uh tweet about how like he. <laughs> Oh, he should be in the AHL. I was going to tweet that before he did. Honestly, I was, but I didn't want the clap back. But I guess he doesn't give a fuck. He always makes me laugh, though, Dan Silver. <laughs> but, like, that's the argument that you can make that this is proof that you can leave a guy in the NHL and let him was go through this. That. Was just going to say And that. he can bounce back in the NHL. He doesn't have to go back and play top line minutes to be able to come back from that kind of thing. Like, this is what we're talking about. We We, we said this when Frost got sent down. Yeah. Like, bro, look at Farabee now. I know. Look, later, bro, what did we say when Frost got sent down? We said, if you keep him up and you let him learn from his mistakes, like Farabee, like they're doing with Farabee, down the line, like when you start going on that playoff push late late, yeah. late in the season, the rookie starts to figure it out a little bit. And he has. Dude, two-goal night, five-game point streak. 
his passes are so good. He's still getting thrown around a little bit though. He's a rookie. Like he's a nineteen year old kid. Yeah, he's he gonna get thrown like, around three years from now. Like TK, bro, and he gets a little beef. Dude, the he's player like, he's gonna be in three years is incredible. Shit. When when he's TK's age, he's not even like he's a nineteen year old kid. He's gonna get thrown around out there. But he's, he's not even twenty. Like Frost is twenty. This, this dude's nineteen. He's he. I've been saying it. This entire year, he plays years beyond his age. He got drafted he, last year. I know, dude. Like, it's, it's, is... He's awesome. Seven goals, 11 assists this year, 18 points in 42 games. He's two goals last night. Fucking, he had a goal against LA, a goal against Montreal. He had two assists in each of the... I mean, he had one assist in each of the Penguins games. He's He's been on fire, man. He's been one of the best players in the last five games. Since the break. Before the break. He's been awesome. Yeah, that lo- him on that line's a perfect fit because he's defensively responsible. He can make quick passes. He can finish, too. Yeah. Like, you saw that last night. I Couturier, playing on a line with Couturier and Voracek, you're guaranteed so many chances to finish throughout yeah. a season. And- I'm like, yeah. Couturier, I feel like to play with Couturier, all he's got to do is, like, tap you on the shoulder and be like, just be be ready for any kind of pass, like, no, no matter where I am with the puck. Like, he's He was in front of the net. And he turned around and just passed. It. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like that kind of player got to like tap you on the shoulder and be like, "Dude, like, I don't give a fuck if I'm dead naked in front of the net. Just if expect the pass, or like, you know what I mean? Just keep an eye open yeah. for a silky pass, and that's just what he does. He's, He's gonna learn so much just from being on a line with Coots, you know? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know. I, that's the thing. Like, uh, Giroux, Couturier, Niskanen. I feel like these guys like they're kind of acting as teachers. Like they're the veterans of the team, but like I, I feel confident. Like there's a good group of guys to usher in a new core with, yeah, to learn yeah. from. Um, Fair especially Niskanen. Niskanen's been incredible, huh? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I've, I've been giving Niskanen praise this entire year, man. He's, I think he's been exactly what Provorov needed, and and he says it in interviews too. He's like, I'm not the skill guy. He was like, Provy's the skill guy. I'm just here to. Give him the confidence to do that, and it's exactly what we said in the summer. We was like, Nis- Niskin's going to come in here and be that foundation for Provorov to give Provorov, com- just, just let 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 him be comfortable back there and let him take the chances that he can. Because guess what? Years prior, Provorov's scared to take those chances because guess what? The guy behind him is Andrew McDonald, and he knows if he's not back there with Andrew, Drum- yeah, the, the puck's <laughs> in the back of the net. So having Niskin back there in the back of Provy's mind helps him, and it it showed. Pro- Provov's going to have a career year this year. He's on pace yeah. to have a career year. He, he's been great for Provov. He's been great for the whole, like, shaping of the decoy. He's been great for the whole team. Awesome. He's, he's team but dad. He's been awesome. I think he's being a little humble with that, saying, I'm not the skill guy. I, he's yeah, he's you got are, skill. No, no, he is, but he's, he's, just, he's just been everything that we've needed. And I, mean, I love the fact that he came in the field like, knowing what his role was. From day one, he knew that he was going to come in here and just be that guy to help these kids. And I think he's been a, done a tremendous job with it. When I see him get the puck... When he's on his right side and mm-hmm. he gets open space and he's winding it back, a little flick I, that I, he does. Good thing, good things always happen, dude. Love Niskanen, man. I just, I know, I know he's one more year, but like if he plays <laughs> well next year, and think about maybe a little extension. I don't know. I fucking love Niskanen, but he might the, be like, he might be a little older by then. I know, I know. We'll see. We'll, we'll, see. we'll definitely we'll see. see. It's a wait year, and see yeah. thing with him. But right now, couldn't ask for more from him. Pick, going off what we were just talking about with the Faraby thing and how. Not sending him down, like it. This is proof that not sending a player down and making a play in the AHL can work. I, I was talking to Ted on Twitter. I can't find where the Twitter conversation was, but I'm pretty sure it was Ted. Ted, uh, that guy, one one nine two zero on Twitter. I think we were talking about how 
the fandoms just aren't good. Like, coaching's not very good. Extremely boring. The, extremely boring to watch. And they seem like they play a lot of dump and chase. And I don't know if that's because that's the way they want to play or they play that way <laughs> because they're scared of getting beat the other way. I don't know. But I'm asking you this question, Danny. Do you think having Frost down there playing on the team that's not really like we said it when he got sent down maybe him being on the Flyers right now is better just because there's just the Flyers are just a better team than the Phantoms like there's more skill with the Flyers than down there with the Phantoms how do you feel about that whole situation well I mean we're both on the record saying we we want him playing in the NHL and that that hasn't changed but I will say like I don't think it hurts him being down there if it does help him like the Scott Gordon system the scott gordon like game what even though the team sucks there's still a lot of like good values that coaches love in, in a scott gordon system you know yeah. dump it in um especially because frost is a center they probably want him to be more defensively responsible and he's probably doing that in gordon's system yeah i mean a part of me also sees it like that but then the other part of me is like okay there's nothing down there than just be the dude you know what i mean like just be that guy be the superstar that you're supposed to be and just tear it up. I mean, he really hasn't done anything in the last five games. He's like, he has two assists in the last five games. Yeah, but we've seen him go off. I know. Down. I'm just saying, I just, a part of me is like, okay, yeah, the team sucks, but just you're supposed to be like the superstar kind of guy. Just do that real quick. Yeah, I and agree. I'm, he's not exactly knocking on the door. No, he's not exactly ball. like making his case right now to come back in the NHL and I mean, I can sit here and say that because it's true. I mean, two assists in the last five games isn't really eye-popping. But I'm confident that he could definitely do that and just get – I know he's playing with more confidence right now off the puck, and maybe that's what he's concentrating more on than maybe scoring. Just get his game well-rounded down there. But enough with Morgan Frost. We'll see him soon. Joel Farabee's just been on fire this year with Sean Couturier. I don't want them to break that up at all. Like, that line – that Never. that th- those three better not ever bring move. it to the playoffs, right? Bring it, yes, yeah. top line too. I know the top line is not my favorite, but maybe that's just because it's JVR, and I'm not really the yeah. biggest JVR fan. I mean, he's been playing very, very well the last couple games. I just know those three guys together. Even if they go through a rough stretch, they'll they'll figure it out. There's just too much. Yeah, God no, no, no. Yeah, Drew, Drew, Konechny, and JVR. They're gonna be fine. Yeah. They're, they're gonna be fine as long as that Hayes, Pitlick, and Lawton line is playing well. It's fine. <laughs> and then the the fourth line, Bonneman, Raffle, and uh, Nak. Nak personally, I he, think he he better not line. leave the the Flyers. He's he's my bottom six guy. Him and Pitlick and Lawton and, and Raff, those are my bottom six guys, bro. Like I don't want Nak back with the Phantoms. I think he's earned his his keep. He he he's fucking tenacious on the the forechecking. He's awesome. Having Kevin Hayes on that third line is deadly. To have awesome. a player like that on your third line, bro, we're a deep team. Dude, the Flyers are doing this without Patty, Lin- Limblom, Ghost, and Hart right now. Yeah, think about six, that. Six, two, and one. In think the last that. Think nine. about that right now. That shows the depth that we have in this organization. Next man up. We talked about how the Penguins were winning games without their star guys. We're winning games without our star guys now. Hart, that our star goalie, Ghost, Patty, Lindy. I mean, it's. It's awesome, man. I mean, we talked about it with Pittsburgh without Crosby. I mean, I know it's can't really compare the two, but we're winning hockey games right now with without some key guys. And hopefully, we get some of those guys back. We're going to get a cart back very soon. Maybe hopefully he plays Thursday. I'm sure, we're going to get a uh, Patty back this year. Maybe 
We'll see with that. It's still up in the air. Limblom, we just want Lindy to get healthy. And then Ghost, he was supposed to come back this weekend, I think. I mean, he took the trip, but I guess he just wasn't ready. I'm sure he'll be back soon, too. So we're like getting guys back now. Is, yeah. But Ghost could help. Yeah, I mean, you could take Hag out and put Ghost. Like, I don't care. Like, we said that before. They can interchange all year, and I really won't give a fuck. Whoever's the hot hand, whoever's playing the – like, if Ghost gets put in and has a shitty game, yeah, Hag right back in there. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe this uh, little – Stretch of like watching games might help. Will help them. Ghost. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like the knee was bothering him. Maybe that was like what. No, people were talking about how we don't, we didn't really see that move from him anymore. Like him stopping and spinning and shit. Like his like crazy moves. Maybe that's a part of it. Why you didn't really see those moves? Because couldn't really do it on his knee. I don't know. I'm, I don't want to make shit up, but Ghost needs to come in and take an opportunity. Yeah. Flyers record at this point last year. 23, 23, and 6. So they're 28, 17, and 7. That's 11 games above 500. This is when I texted you this the other day. I said after the All-Star break is when the team hit their uh, hot stretch last year. When Carter Hart got the call up, they won eight games in a row. Mm -hmm. And we said we needed it again. And I I said last episode I really think AV's got them reeled in again. Like I think they're they're back to form because they went through that rough stretch for a bit. And I'm sticking to that, dude. I feel really good about this team right now. And uh, the the argument, like, I feel like the Flyers have proved the argument of their mediocre wrong. I don't know. You know what I mean? I feel like every time, like, people have said, oh, they're mediocre, they're still mediocre, still mediocre. It's 11 games above 500. If yeah. the division wasn't so tight right now, they would, any other division, they'd probably be in a top three. No, I got to agree with you now, man. I mean, I know a couple episodes ago I wanted to, not get too excited about us beating these top teams because of how bad we've been on the road. And I know a part of that's just been the West Coast and that, that weird, wacky trip that we always take once a year. I mean, we beat the Blues on the road. I mean, we just consistently keep beating these top teams. And when does it come to a point where you're just like, hey, I just can't ignore this anymore. You know what I mean? You just can't ignore this this hockey team beating a team like Colorado, beating fucking Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's still a good team. We're beating St. Louis, Pittsburgh, Boston, Pittsburgh twice. LA is not a good team. Colorado, like we got Detroit next. They're one of the bottom feeders in the league, so we got to take care of business there. Then we got New Jersey on Thursday at home, and then we got Washington again. And we beat Washington before, so yeah. I, w- I want to actually get into the the next week of games right now. Yeah, so Detroit is that's a game you got to win. It's in Detroit. It's a road game, so anything could happen with the, this fucking team nah, on the road. Nah, nah. Now that's the one team where I'm like. No, I'm saying like we need to go in there and 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 beat them, hundred <laughs> percent. Their their goal differential. They're twelve and thirty seven, bro. Like, oh my lord. They're historically bad. They have twenty eight points, fifty three games in the season, bro. Their goal differential is minus ninety three. Are they the worst team in the league? By far. Ottawa's not worse than them. No, no. Yeah. So Lafreniere's going there. Look at this. Look at this. Ottawa has 20 more points than Detroit. Look. Yeah. That's look, in, what the fuck. Look at the drop off. So this, this, <laughs> the 30th team in the league, the Los Angeles Kings, is 43. Mm-hmm. The 31st, Detroit, 28. They are historically bad. This is embarrassing. Ottawa has who's first round pick next year? Oh, I saw bad. some. I think the Ducks. Who man. got? No, who just got hurt on a team? That's really important. Because I saw somebody cheering about it on Twitter, and a guy was like, why are you cheering an injury? And he was like, Ottawa has their first-round pick. And I completely forget what team oh, it was. Shit. 
No, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. It, I think I saw that same tweet, but I forget the team. I I think it's a pick that has potential to be a really good one. Though. Yeah. I think it's one of those teams, but But damn. They're, a, they're yeah, we have to win that. No game, excuse dude. for that game. No, zero. Zero. Detroit, dude, I've I've watched I've actually watched a good bit of their highlights this year because I really want to see how bad they are. Yeah. And I want like, Yeah, they got Mantha, Anthony yeah. CEO, Larkin, like it's just a team that has like no structure. They're they're just not into it. Like they're really not into it. Like they show up and they're they're not there. Okay. Like they're well, they so better like, not be there Monday. Tell them to take off. Score the first goal. Yeah. Because then they'll, <laughs> then they'll they'll just go flat. Deflate. Deflate. Yeah, they'll go flat. But if you give them the first two, if they get an early power play and Larkin buries one, then Anthony CU gets a breakaway. Stop, then you got yeah. a problem. And that and then you got um, the Devils, Devils at home. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a fun game. I feel like the Devils always play us hard, but they are also always. shitty. They're also eighteen, twenty-four, and nine. I want us if we handle our business in these next two games, say we get two wins, then that game at Washington turns into a it's just a fun game, you know? But you lose those two games, that Washington game is like like a must win, yeah, but like hard to win type game. I, I don't want them to put themselves in that situation. Win yeah. these next two games, play with house money against Washington. Basically. Beautiful way to put it. You lose these next two games, we're we're, we're talking about a problem. Against Washington, man. I do not want to go into that Washington game like texting you saying we have to win this game. Like We're in the middle of a playoff race right now, so every every game matters, man. we got to take care of Detroit. we got to take care of New Jersey no matter how hard they we gotta, play you. we got to play Washington like we know we can. Yeah. The way we've played Washington at home this year has been – we haven't played them on the road yet. Mm-hmm. The way we've played them at home has been – Fantastic. So I, I expect the same when we go to their building. Yeah, and we're in the East Coast, so it's not like we're going to the West Coast again. Like, no excuse. We're going to Washington, ready to fucking play. These next two games, you have to win. No excuse, like you Th- said. This stretch um, next week. Yeah, we're busy next is week. Is a huge stretch. So you got a back-to-back Florida who's right there with us in Florida's the wild good. card. Yeah, but they're right there with us in the wild yeah, card. Florida twice next that week. Would be, yeah, that, those two are huge. Seriously. And then that game against the Islanders is huge, too. We're three points away from them. Imagine if we took two. Do we need the, this month is huge, man. Just every game from here on out. Columbus twice. Columbus is we're yeah. tied with them right now in the standings. This you this said it a right couple here. episodes ago, man. You were like that West Coast weird shit is over. You were like half the schedule, more than half the schedule remaining is East Coast teams. You said that, and this is a, this is it, man. This like is this is where we have right to here. just start winning games. We're gonna start seeing, we're gonna start seeing the East like crazy, bro. Like the end of February, beginning of. March is New York, New York again, Washington on, on the 4th of March, Carolina, then we got Buffalo, then back to Boston, Tampa. Like, reversing so many East teams in the end of February, beginning of March. It's, it, it's time, man. It's, it's playoff hockey. It's been playoff atmosphere. I just did the math. The they play, so what do they have 30 games left, 29 games left. Only six are against West Coast teams, and I think four of them are home. So there's two. no excuses, man. Like no more. So that's twenty three Eastern Conference games coming up. Yeah. So I can kind of throw my oh this team shitty on the West Coast take out of the window because like we're not really going now. on the West anymore. The cup yeah. Unless doesn't matter. Next time we have really have to face that yeah. kind of thing is we on the cup. And, oh my gosh. <laughs> if we go to the cup, I'm riding with the team. You know. What I mean? Yeah, okay. of course. Yeah. I'm gonna be on here screaming. I'm not gonna care if, about our West Coast. Woes if we go to the cup, but 
I just want Jeez. fun playoffs. Jeez, like, that's that. all yeah. I'm asking. I for. just want a, a, a fun playoff yeah. round. I'm not expecting we, a cup. We we said it before. We want this year. I mean, of course, we want to win the hockey game. I mean, the series. But we want we wanted this year to be a statement year. Like make the playoffs, make a win the first round, or or just make a make the first round a good first round and be like, okay, the, the Philadelphia Flyers, they're here. Yeah, and like if they won a round, the perspective of the whole team going into next year is like basically Carolina shifted. two years ago. Yeah. When they first made the playoffs, they made some noise, uh, but they were like, "This is the foundation because we're back next year." And they came back next year and they beat Washington, and then they moved on. They went and to the ECF. They're really good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's what I want this year. Of course, I want to win some hot from some playoff games, but I want to make a statement this year because next year we're going to come back hopefully with with uh, healthy guys and then make another run. If they but. also win around, I'm going to start. <laughs> seeing red, like, because in hockey, it's literally all. Let's about get that through first these next round. couple months before we start talking playoffs. It's but this playoff race playoffs. is insane, dude. I know. It's it's gonna be real scary in like March. Those I'm gonna be looking at all the scores. I'm gonna be watching all their games. I'm sure the boys are too. I mean, they have to at this point. I mean, we're in a playoff spot right now. We're two points ahead of Florida. That's why those Florida games are huge. The Florida, Carolina, and Ranger games are huge, man. Bottom line. We have to win those games. Columbus is is ahead of us, but we're tied with 63 points with them. They have 27 wins. We have 28, but they have they have two more overtime losses, but same games played, 52. Points. Yeah. So, yeah. Like we said, these next these next games, man, are fucking huge. We have to win these games. And I love, love how AVs, the last couple games, AVs had these guys coming out ready to play. You know what I mean? Just That's what I've said, dude. With a coach like that, it, there's, it there's no extended nose dives like with Hackstall. I'm telling you. And they talked about the therapy thing, about how AV let him play through that little drought that he had. And Jim Jack, not Jim Jackson, Keith Jones was like, that's the benefit of having a good coach to be able to recognize that a player that young is going through a rookie phase and to give him the confidence to bounce back from that. It, it, it's definitely, you could definitely say it's Farabee's doing so, but you gotta give fucking AV credit for sticking instilling him, confidence yeah. in this kid. And it all started with that with behind him. the glass thing. where he, Smacking him on the ass yeah. and be like, go down there, play your play hard, and you'll be right back up here. And like, we've said it all year, they've given every kid in this organization and that's shown something in the NHL a chance. You know what I mean? Like, if you're if you're a kid in, in the NHL looking to get a chance, you look at the Flyers, but hey, they, 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 they've given Bunneman, they've given Terensky, Frost, Myers, Freeman, no, Freeman, Freeman all these chances. So, Alex Lyons getting a shot. Too. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for Shizuka to get called up. He keeps just putting points up in the AHL. I'm surprised they haven't. I'm surprised he wasn't called up over Kasha, to be, to be honest. Yeah, no, Shizuka's been putting points up, man. He, he's been playing pretty well for, for the uh, Phantoms. Him, I mean, I know Stewart scored the other night. <laughs> <laughs> Stu, I don't know. Rupsov has 32 games played. He has two goals and 10 assists, 12 points in 32 games. What, man? Yeah, Ruby's. Oh, I have a topic. What? I'm glad you just reminded me of bad stats. I think you know what I'm about to bring up. Felix Sancho. Because we were getting into the goalie conversation yeah, yeah, the other day. Th- this is good. This is really interesting because <laughs> this is. Dan- a- Danny did some homework and he came out with some pretty weird shit. It's I was shocked, weird. but not not it's weird, but like disappointing. Yeah, like shocked when you told me about it. I was like, I was like, there's no way that's correct. So we we were getting into um how out Al- we were talking through text that Alex Lyons shouldn't be our number three goalie, but then I was like, who who should it be though? Because I don't want Barube in there. And I guess the only like answer you could say was 
not you in particular, I mean anyone could say is Felix Sandstrom. And so I was like, but he's not even playing NHL minutes. So I was like, he's playing the ECHL. Oh, yeah. And I was like, so let me... Let me look up his ECHL stats because that's a, like we were expecting him to be the phantom starter this year, and he's playing there. He should be lighting it up, right? So he has 16 starts. His goals allowed average is 3.66. Mm. Yeah, that's not good. And his save percentage is a .879. Mm. Yeah. Not doing it. In <laughs> that league, that that really scares me because like, that what, scares what would, me. What would that be in the AHL? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, dude. No, there were some points at Dev Camps two, three years ago that I, uh, Samstrom looked better than Hart at some points. Yeah, th- yeah. There was there was like sometimes like a little argument, debate sometimes between me and you. Yeah, we were like yeah. we were like, damn, dude. Like Samstrom's outplaying Hart today, and I know like most Dev see- Camps he did. Hart, Hart did look kind of rough in, in his first couple of dev camps. But he did. Yeah, he was so young. I mean, so was Sandstrom. But remember that like that rookie game, Hart blew, like late. Remember, like we yeah. were walking out and Hart blew mm-hmm. it. But now, I mean, now you look Patrick at it. Hit the post. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely worrisome looking at Sandstrom's numbers down there. I mean, it's I feel like that's enough games played where you can make an opinion, yeah. opinion on 16, it. Sixteen, it's a good bit. And it's like I was expecting because for a, an average goalie in the NHL is about a nine ten. Yeah. So, if he's not even breaking 900 in the ECHL and the NHL average is 910, how far away is he? You know what I mean? That yeah. is, it's scary, but I don't know. We'll give it time. Cooch is the leader on the team with 46 points right now. Like, how good is this guy? Like, I know we talk about him all the time, but I'll never get tired of talking about Sean Couture. You know Oscar Limbaugh's still in the top 10 spot on the team with points? Holy shit. That's that makes me so sad, man. The year he was having, he was lighting it up. I mean, Farabee's tied with him with 18. I mean, Farabee's obviously going to overtake him, but like it says something to how good of a year Oscar was having before. I think Farabee's point total from now to the end of the year is just going to go up exponentially because I think he's just figured it out. He's playing on a good line. Like you said, like, <laughs> he had 11 goals before he got sick. That was the team lead, too. <sighs> yeah, it was the team yeah. lead. Yeah. It was pretty sure it was him and JVR, right? Like, going back and forth. Yeah. Uh, TK for a little bit, too. Just made myself sad again. Get better, Oscar. We miss you. So, we talked about earlier in the show how Jake Voracek is finally Jake Voracek again. Yeah. Is Claude Giroux Claude Giroux? Right now? No. And like what, I don't what, what think, can this team be? I don't think there's back? anything wrong with sitting here and asking for a little bit more from Giroux. I don't think he's been terrible. But like 13 goals, 22 assists in 52 games, 35 points in 52 games. Like it's I said, not it's bad. not like, awful. It's not and he's still doing little things. Like if you watch every game, he still does the little things. Like the the team's winning games. Yeah, so like he just sees fine. Yeah, he sees the ice so fucking well. He's just not producing points right now. And yeah, I mean there's nothing wrong with saying, "Hey, Drew, hey G, a little bit more, and that's fine. <laughs> I, I just can't help but think, dude, the way Hayes, Farabee, Coots, Vorchek are playing, that if this motherfucker gets hot, it's a problem. And then Hart the comes back. And it's then... a problem. If he if he, if he he channels his, like, three points a night shit. We don't even need play, that, though. Like We don't no, even we don't need him need to do it, that if anymore. He, bro, but if he I gets know. back to that, what are we? Seriously, that's the shit that excites me. Like, we're a... Uh, we're, uh, a, a, a good playoff, a team. sneaky wild card team <laughs> yeah. that can upset somebody. A That's who we are. If everyone team. starts clicking at the right time, we said it. We said it during the summer. If Hart, this is the kind of team that is good enough to make the playoffs. And if Hart gets hot, man, like anything can happen. But like I said, let's not talk about playoffs before. Um, we got to fucking make it before so we six, talk about six, it. Six, two, and one in their last nine. <laughs> yeah, and the, the teams that they beat 
during this stretch. Washington, Boston, St. Louis, Pittsburgh, Colorado. Yeah, the, the, that's enough for me, bro. Yeah. Like, after beating those teams, like, I know I said it like three episodes ago, with like not not jumping overboard with this team yet, but uh, it's hard not to, man. They're a good fucking team. Like it's it, we can say that they're a good fucking team, man. Yeah, like this month, dude, the home games. I hope they're rocking. I hope they're sold out. Me too. The team has earned the right. They're eleven games above five hundred. They've earned the right. Sixers for suck. Everyone to get behind them, and really push them because. Flyers, when that crowd's going, dude, like they're, it's hard for the Flyers to lose in regulation in that building. Imagine sold out playoff vibe games. I know, I but it's just, it, it's just fun watching really good hockey again. Just the plays that they make, like the Coots to Faraby yeah. goal, or how about the the Coots to Voracek pass against the Penguins? Yeah, I, like those are goals. I'm just like, I missed this. Haven't <laughs> seen this in like six years. These kind of goals, you know what I mean? Like big time goals, nice plays, nice shots. Yeah, like, not even like we've seen it before, obviously, but consistently is where yeah. we're trying to get at. It's just this just team up and down the lineup too. Like it's not yeah. just two guys doing it every game. Like you'll see like Faraby make a pass to Coots one game, and you're like, holy shit. Where that- is this team without Hayes, Niskanen, Braun? Pitlick, like where, like and these Elliot, acquisitions have been too. awesome from from Fletcher. Shout out to Fletcher. Yeah, Elliot as well. Yeah, I'd say Hayes, Niskan, and Elliot. Those three, huge additions. Yeah, like, team is nowhere where they're at without those mm-hmm. three. Especially, too. especially Hayes, dude. I mean, like Pitlick's. Pitlick, yeah, you can look. Yeah, you can, you can throw Pitlick in there because uh, a lot of people like were like, why do we trade Simmons? For Hartman, just to get rid of Hartman for Pitlick, Pitlick's a pretty good player. Well, I mean, we've talked about Pit- how Pitlick's the $1 probably playing better than Simmons is this year. Yeah, probably. I don't know the numbers on that, but Simmons probably has better numbers because the power play time. But I mean, just on a for the pass, money, yeah. like for the money, bro. He, like Pitlick doesn't make anything. Yeah, and one million just, versus five million. He's just one. Yeah. Of, he's one of my favorite bottom sixers to watch. He's always playing with energy. Every time he touches the puck, I know it's getting deep. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I said that. How about Kevin? He, he before every game, there's like a Kevin get yeah, pucks yeah. deep. But I I always like laugh when I see that because I remember in one interview. I don't know if it was with Hayes or G, but they have like an ongoing thing where they for how many interviews in a row they can keep saying the same cliches without, like, laughing or something. Yeah, I did see yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. So every time I hear Hayes say that, I'm like, that motherfucker, dude. He's just doing that for, like, everyone to laugh. Yeah, he's... Go <laughs> bad for the reporters. Every time, it's like, what are the keys to tonight's game? He's just, oh, get pucks deep. Got a battle. Like, bro, bro just... you know they sit in the locker room crying over, like, interviews. <laughs> like, yo, he's like, yo, I got an interview with Tarion in, like, 10 minutes. I'm going to go in there and just, like, get pucks deep. <laughs> you know that is what they say. It's awesome. Hayes has been an awesome, awesome acquisition. And Pitlick is only 28, too. I think he's younger than Armand. Yeah, Pitlick, I'm, not, I'm not sure how old. Pitlick has five is. goals, eight assists, 13 points in 46 game plays this year. And that's not even his tenacious forechecking and his. Yeah, his impact. Isn't, yeah. Doesn't show up on stat lines. That's he, what I guess he's fucking he, awesome. Him and Lawton, those are two guys that just bring you energy every single night. You know what I mean? Like, the, they're not going to, like, put up two goals, three gold nights, but they will bring that energy. And, like, if you sleep on them, like, they will score. And yeah, Simmons has five goals, too. So him and five Simmons goals. have the same it, amount it, of it goals. It sucks. I love Wayne Simmons, dude. And I, I wish I wish him success. I it was really just do. time it to move on. To I know, but even in New Jersey, like, I wish he had more than five goals. I really do. Even though he's playing for Jersey, like, that's – I love Wayne Simmons forever. Yeah, I, I always remember that clip of him and G hugging after the stadium. Because we all knew the stadium series was his last game. Yeah. And it was a perfect send-off, like, coming back against the Penguins. Like, 
to see them awesome. know that it was his last game was kind of sad. Yeah, though. that was sad. Like when that Giroux cl- clip came out, I was like, "Oh shit, it's really over." Wani was like, "Whatever happens, I love yeah, you." Yeah, like, I was yeah. like, "Oh, it's really over." Because like if they all they were expecting it, like they know something. They knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they knew for sure. Wayne knew. Whole locker room knew. What? Uh, you want to make some bold, bold predictions before we uh log off? Yeah. No, last last week's bold prediction, I said, I said sweep. And we got three out of the four points after the All Star break, so I was close. I, like a, I honestly would give you like a half point for that because the the way they played the fucking that Penguins, Penguins game, game, I know, man. It was like three on three overtime is just crazy. Anything can happen. Seriously, it's like very open. Yeah, like a player like Crosby just eats in that. The fucking uh, the Jets coach hates it. Oh, I forget his name. Why they have hates so it. much talent on that hates team? Hates it, dude. He's like it's a fucking clown show out there. He hates it. He was like it should be four on four. Not three on three. Clown, I think that's the peak of the sport, to be honest. 3v3. I, I, I can I, see where it's frustrating from a coach's perspective, Yeah, because, though. like... It's too open. Yeah, it's kind of like a... It exposes teams. Like an all-star teams. battle. Like, you throw out your best players, and, like, dudes are just skating circles around each other. Yeah. The, th- the thing I really... Like, I love three on three when it's going, going, but I hate three on three when teams, like, take it out of the you take zone. it out of the blue, yeah. Sometimes they take, like, two and a half minutes with their possessions. And uh, but no, I I love three on three. There's nothing better to me than like when the Flyers have the puck and the other team can't make a change mm-hmm. on them. You can see them tired because there's so much space. Yeah. It's it's so fun. I saw people throwing out ideas out there to put a shot clock on during three on three overtime, so teams don't yeah, do that's that. That's an interesting idea. And, like don't keep the, like a 25 second shot clock, so teams don't take the puck in the zone and then take it back out and like loop around. You know what I mean? Very interesting, right yeah. there. I kind of like that. But I also wonder if dudes would like. Take it out to center. I see two seconds left on the shot clock. Just bomb one in on goal. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I guess at that point you're giving up your possession because the goalie will have it. But Coaches wouldn't like that because you you would essentially would have to give up possessions, I'm sure. It, dude, it would be so interesting, though, because you know at like the end of shot clocks, you know like some fans are going to be like, Three, yeah, two, yeah, no, like, it would definitely would be panic sometimes. It would be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> three, two, three, <laughs> send a shot into the glass. No, that would actually be. be Pretty fun the loss, but we'll see. Maybe try it at the All Star game next year. They they need to change the fucking the three on three format though. Like ten minutes has to be a necessity next year. No, like I don't think I can deal with one more year of five on five five minutes. I mean three on three five minutes. I'm at the point where it's I hate shootouts so much that <laughs> I'd rather do a ten minute three on three, and if there's nothing that tie. it's a tie, <laughs> it's a tie. Give both teams a point. Be yeah. on your way. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Ten minute three on three, and if nobody scores, yeah. they don't deserve the fucking. They don't deserve the second point. I feel like that would be good because it's if it's only one point, like it's gonna push teams in the final two minutes. Like, hey, let's get this extra point. Let's fight. Could you imagine towards the end of games, like especially late in the season, be like, okay, we need two points to get into the playoffs, and they yeah. only get one. Especially because the, the other team would get one too. Yeah. So like, it would be a wash game. Be fun, so if you're yeah. versus the Penguins and you need to get points on them, we're gonna put us on the committee, dude. We're coming up with ideas right idea. here. For Fuck the it, let's throw the shot clock there too. Yeah? Yeah, we're going all out. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> Let's start our own league up. Shot clock now. On, in, in hockey. <laughs> yeah. Like the XFL. We'll be like yeah, the XHL, dude. dude. <laughs> or or basketball over in China. Did you see the rules for there? Nah. It's like... I'm sure it's wacky. Three-point shots, four points. Dunks are three points or some crazy shit like that. A missed free throw is a uh, point deducted. Like, oh, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, bro. You know, like you know scorekeepers going to be like, what? <laughs> Dudes like Ben Simmons and... Uh, thrive. I don't know, like I don't know what... DeMarcus... 
Nah, not DeMarcus. Who's uh, <laughs> why are we talking about basketball? Short, like dudes that can't shoot free throws are probably like shaking. Remember, imagine at like the end of a game, you like foul some dude, and it's like a tie game, and so like his bucket either wins the game, <laughs> but he's all he's known as not a good free throw shooter, so he's like, I could lose the game. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, bro, they would be shaking. Or, or like imagine being up by one, and he airballs both of them, and you lose. Oh, <laughs> the crowd would be pissed, dude. Them Chinese dudes would be mad. <laughs> mad. <laughs> we do some predictions. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the predictions. Did you already do yours? No. No. I did not. You gotta, we got Montreal Thursday, right? No. Not Montreal. I'm New sorry. Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah. Wayne Simmons and Nico Heischer. I got it. <laughs> what? Elliot's going to get another shutout. Yeah? Who? Who? Probably play. Elliot probably is going to play tomorrow. So, tomorrow. Honestly, if I if I were the Flyers personally, I'd play them in all these games this week. Because after tomorrow, there's two days off, and then it's a home game. I feel like you can do that if you're Elliott. Tomorrow's uh, the only game where if they threw line out there again, I wouldn't care. Against yeah, the Red Wings, yeah. is the only game where that's, like, acceptable. Yeah, I agree. Because in the Washington game, I don't want do not, Alex Lyon. I don't even want Alex Lyon. And Hart no. should be back for this Florida Islanders back-to-back. You can run Hart, Elliott, or Elliott Hart, however, which way you want to do it. And, Another thing about Hart, people were, like, freaking out that he wasn't ready to come back after the All-Star break, but, like, it's still in the timeline. Yeah. It was, it, people calmed down a little bit. I don't know, yeah, I don't know why dudes like Carcitti had to tweet out, like, just to be clear, this wasn't a setback. This was the original timeline. I thought we already Yeah, but Carcitti came out with a, an article, like, basically saying, uh-oh, Carter Hart's not ready. Like, start to head to panic. Yeah, and that's when people started panicking. Like, Jamie Martinez, our boy Jamie, he doesn't like Sam. Cause Sam comes I don't, out with I don't some. Really like Sam either. You don't. Nah, I, like I see Sam. his tweets and I'm just like, he's too old. I man. like Sam. He'll be like, "Good night, good hockey." I'll be like, All right, dude. I like Sam. Sam, you're my guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like his articles. I think he. I don't. I don't hate him like personally. I mean, like, I just don't like some, some of his tweets and. Sam, keep doing like your that. thing. But uh, he's obviously doing something right. He gets yeah. everyone mad. <laughs> he he doesn't everybody, man. I I like Sam, and there's a lot of people who like Sam. So. Boomers. I mean, <laughs> chill, chill. Sam's my guy. <laughs> if you don't like Sanders, don't read his articles. Read Charlie's Dude, articles. It's just, it's just the Kate, the Kate Smith thing. It, it's just it hurts me. <laughs> that the he fact, keeps bringing that, yeah, it the up. The fact that he doesn't let that let that go, and he acts like it's so terrible. Like I, at first, I was like, "Damn, why are they removing the Kate Smith thing?" Then I read the article. I was like, "All right, <laughs> remove it. <laughs> That's probably the best move." You know what I mean? That's what I would do if I was the head of a. Billion, not a billion, million dollar organ, millions of dollar organization, um, yeah. Sam is my. He guy. still holds on to it. Sam is my. And I love people like in the replies to his tweets. Like even now, they'll still be like, "What do you think about the Gates Smith statue?" Just to troll him. Yeah, it's just hilarious. The troll. Sam, don't don't listen to the haters, bro. But yeah, Elliot, shut out. <laughs> Elliot, shut out. <laughs> yeah. All right, that just went out off the rails a little bit. I was gonna do Faraby like another two goals, but I, I don't want to. I don't know. Cause you know, like yeah. he he just had a feel big it. stretch of scoring. I don't know. He might fizzle. We'll see. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say Scott Lawton has two goals. But next time we talk, we'll be we'll be like oh, Scott Lawton had a couple goals. That was sweet. Scott Lawton two goals. Put me down for it. <laughs> Elliot shutout. Um, now my prediction it could be any one of these games upcoming, okay. right? Yeah. But I'm I'm gonna be like, kind of do like a bonus. I'm gonna think it's gonna be in the New Jersey one. Okay. I'm gonna say, we're gonna shut them out again. You get extra points. 
Yeah, that Ooh, would be again? extra bonus points. Well, yeah, I need another New Jersey shutout, bro. Always like going with in two there different goalies. That would be out. awesome, dude. I hate New Jersey. Yeah, I'm too. so happy to see them. So like, I was just shitty. New Jersey's a honestly the place for me that if I was a, a professional hockey player, I would pull a Lindros. I'm just I'm not going I'm to Camden. Going. <laughs> no, for me, I feel like that's the. Um, that might be like the wild, bro. Honestly, Minnesota would be fun nah, to play for, fun. though. Like, Minnesota is yeah. a hockey yeah, town. Fun. Like, I, I would like to go there. All right, yeah, that's an interesting question. Is it? Is it really New Jersey? It would be. It would be Camden, bro. Yeah, I'm not. I, yeah. I, who? Who the fuck is like? I want to grow up and fucking play hockey in Camden, New Jersey, right over the bridge. Like, nah, no, nobody wants to do that, bro. You, you want to play for the Maple Leafs? You want to play for? The historic Red Wings, you know what I mean? Like these kids yeah. grew up so, idolizing these teams. I'm a Philly dude. Like obviously, my number one would be I would want to play for Philly. But if oh, I was course. just like no bias standpoint, it'd probably be Toronto because that's like the would mecca. Be Toronto. Or Montreal. <laughs> I oh, that would be shit. me. That would be mine. Yeah, playing. I feel like playing in that in that stadium would be incredible. I'll say you know where I would Lindros. <laughs> my <laughs> my my Lindros pick. Ottawa. Uh-uh. You ain't yeah. getting me anywhere near that owner. <laughs> the cheapest. <laughs> Their stadium is like hard to get to, so that they don't sell out. Like it's. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't blame you for your pick being Ottawa. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to play there. Lynn draws that one really fast. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, retired. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's wrap it up. You know our Twitter T L Y on <laughs> on Twitter. My, you could just search up TLY and it'll pop up. Same thing with the uh, actual podcast. Like if you're just yeah. going Apple Podcast, just TLY yeah. pops up. I'm at Chris Thumps on Twitter. I am at TLY Danny. Oh, please give us that iTunes review. Helps. It helps us big time, <laughs> seriously. More more than you guys realize. But thank you, though. And guess what? What's Go that? Oh, floor. Oh, floor. And also the news of uh, Derek Settlemeyer. Mutually parting ways with the Flyers. He's been them. He's been with them for seems like forever, right? As long as I've been a fan, for sure. Yeah, like me it, too. it seems like he's been the guy. Um, we we he's a guy that we've always wanted to kind of bring on the pocket. Remember we talked about that? Yeah, a we did. Times? Yeah. And I actually, it'd be cool if we could do it now. Yeah, for sure. We I definitely hit him up. Yeah. It was really vague, and I'm sure it was something probably personal. I mean. I saw a tweet that said that he went to Team USA. Like I, I don't know. We don't know. I, I really don't. But just wanted to shout yeah. him out because he's he always gave me some laughs with the pranks in the locker room. He just seemed like an all around good the guys guy. Guys love him. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to Derek. 